You are listening to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. On every episode, I talk about how to stand up and battle those beasts in your life so that your life can be filled with hope, strength, and courage. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure that you follow and sign up for updates so you never miss a new episode. For direct access, you can visit my website at ValerieSilvera.com slash podcast. You are not alone. I am standing with you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Still Standing Show. This is the show where I talk about tips and tell stories and introduce you to concepts to help you stand up and stand strong, to help you overcome anything. Uh, Now I better make sure here, I've got to get my, there we go. Um, This is really, the whole idea of still standing is that we all go through a lot of stuff in life and in order for us to overcome, we have to work on it because when we go through hardships, heartbreaks, challenges, it changes us. The good news is we get to choose what it changes us into. But often we don't do that. We're sort of like a boat out tossed around in the ocean and we're just allowing the circumstances of our lives to manipulate us, to change us in ways that we'd never want to change. I know that when I spent 13 years riding what I call the roller coaster hell, it changed me and it changed me in ways that I didn't really want. Sorry, I had to fix my microphone there. Um, It changed me in ways that I didn't really want to change. I became angry, unforgiving, frustrated, helpless, hopeless. I was a victim and I lived in paralyzing fear. And I don't want you to live in paralyzing fear. It's a horrible, horrible, horrible way to live. And it's not how you were designed. We're all designed to be courageous, but unfortunately, there's so much coming at us that we allow to take us down. I call it really being down on the mat. And I know that laying down on the mat sometimes might seem easier depending upon what you're going through. It might seem easier just to lay down on the mat and just to give up because you're too tired to fight. I hear this all the time. I'm too tired to fight. Sometimes I think the reason we're too tired to fight is that we're fighting the wrong battle. And often we're trying to change another person. We're trying to make people think a certain way. And those things never work. Ever, ever, ever. We can never, ever, ever change anybody else, what they think, what they do, you know, how they act, um, how they feel, what they say what they think, we have zero control over that. But often that's exactly what we're doing and we're not working on changing ourselves. And that really is one of the, not one of, it's probably the most important thing that we can do is to make the decision to stand up and fight. And so that's why in my nine actions, and you can learn about my nine actions in... Let's see if I got something up here. Um, You can learn about my nine actions in my book, Still Standing. And I thought I had a little image up here, but let me just show you. Still Standing, 
And it's how I overcame guilt, shame, hopelessness, devastating loss, and paralyzing fear, and and a lot more, really. And there are nine actions in this book, and, and these are actions that you can use in everyday life. You can use them to really take down a big beast to overcome something massive, or simply to live a better everyday life. I mean, that's, that's really what it's all about. Um, life's going by, my friends. It's flying by. I don't know about you, but I feel as if time is going by so quickly and quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker the older we get. And um, I don't know why I'm not seeing my comments here. Those of you who are watching this on Facebook, I know this will be actually recorded into um, also into podcasts and on my website. And unfortunately, for some reason, I am unable right now. I'm using a new platform and I'm, although it's pretty self-explanatory here, it's not allowing me to see comments. It's allowing me to see them, but I can't comment and I can only see one comment at a time. So I don't know what's going on here. Just know that I will get back to you. Anybody, by the way, who comments on my Facebook Lives, I do try to go back later and, and acknowledge your comments because I really do appreciate your participation. So anyways, what we have to do is, is take action. And so what I see a lot is, and I, by the way, my friends, I did this too. I did this for years and years and years and years. I just hoped, wished, dreamed, waited, and prayed. Now, I think you should pray. If you're a praying person or you're a believer, I absolutely think you should pray because that's my action number two, get on your spiritual armor. I think that we, on the spiritual side of things, we absolutely need God on our side. Um, but, but you can't just pray and you can't just hope and you can't just dream and you can't just wish. You have to take action. You have to take action to change your life. There's no, there's no, you know, I, I always say that no one's going to come along and sprinkle magic fairy dust on you and suddenly your life's going to be okay, right? Um, You've got to take action. And so what's this whole deal about overcoming? That's, you know, let, let's talk about that for a minute. I, I'm, good morning. Hello, Don. I, I don't have no idea why I'm not seeing the rolling comments um, this morning. For those of you who are watching on Facebook Live, I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to acknowledge you as I typically do, but if you do have a question, go ahead and, and put it in there and I will try to um, to answer it if I can see it. I don't exactly know what's going on here and why I can't see your comments, but um, I'm hopefully I can... Sorry, I don't want to... We're, we're actually... We, we record this and we... We put it into other um, platforms. We put it onto my website in a in a, um, in a video, and we also use this for podcasting. Sorry, I'm being a little off this morning because I'm trying so hard to find the comments. Um, I'm just only seeing one comment at a time. I can't really see much. But anyways, I'll get back to you later, my friends. So in my book, Still Standing, I talked about overcoming. Obviously, the subtitle is about overcoming. But one thing I want you to really think about is often people get confused. And when they think about overcoming, they say, well, how am I supposed to overcome grief when I'm devastated? Like for me, I lost my daughter to a horrific murder. And how do you overcome that? Don't get confused. I'm not talking about getting over her. I'm never going to get over her. But I can overcome the grief caused by her death. Now, let me say real quickly. 
that I think it's important that many of you have things in your life that you do need to get over. And and I'm not saying that flip, flippantly. And, um, oh, Sarah asked me, what's your favorite part of your new book? I'm going to have to get back to that in just a minute, Sarah. Because you know me. I, I get onto something and someone asked me a question and I forget what I was talking about. There are things some of you need to get over, okay? And I, and I mean this respectfully. But sometimes we're hanging on to... Um, unforgiveness or I know somebody who you know was mistreated at a job 10 years ago 15 years ago whatever it was and they're still talking about it these are the kind of things that we have to get over okay somebody betrayed us uh, we had huge betrayal I've, I've been talking about this publicly for a while now we had a huge betrayal from somebody that we once considered friend and almost like family and he betrayed us stealing our savings and it was huge it hurt us it, it still confuses us. We're still befuddled. We're still, you know, just can't even believe it happened. But we're over it. Okay, do you get what I'm saying? You have to get over certain things. So I'm not trying to be flippant and say, just get over everything. That's not what overcoming means. Now, what's interesting is if in my book here on page 97, when it says what it means to overcome, here's a couple of interesting definitions. And I think you should listen to this because this will help you with your confusion between all, oh, I can't get over something. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about overcoming. What it means to overcome. So here are a couple of quick definitions. One, succeed in dealing with a difficulty. So first, let me ask you this. Do you want to succeed in overcoming your difficulty? Or do you just want to keep, keep living in your difficulty? I mean, that's a question you should ask yourself. Do you want to succeed in overcoming something? Something that has you down, something that has you depressed, something that has you feeling lonely, something that has you feeling like a victim. Do you want to overcome that? Gain control over. Do you want to gain control over your beast? Hello, Patsy from South Africa. Do you want to overcome your beast? Do you want to overcome this living in fear? Do you want to overcome shame or guilt? Do you want to overcome lack of joy? Do you want to overcome depression? These are all things I certainly wanted to overcome. And another one is to master or tame. So this is what you have to understand. When you're trying to overcome, it doesn't mean you're just going, ah, get over it. I'm going to forget about this person. Let's say it's a really serious thing, like the loss of someone you love, like in the case of my daughter. I'm not just going to get over it, you know, like, like she was never here. But I have overcome the grief that had taken over my life. And and by the way, just so you understand, the grief that I had for my daughter started 15 years before her death because she was addicted to heroin. Um, not initially, initially it was Oxy. And she had herself hooked up with all sorts of you know bad people and living in terrible situations and making awful choices and all the things that people in active addiction do. And so I lived in grief for 15 years before she even died. I was grieving who I thought she would be. I was grieving the future I thought she would have. I used to joke around and say she'd be the first woman president. And you know, it was only half joking. She was that brilliant. And so I think that, you know, that is something that people need to understand. We can have an ongoing grief. However, I did learn to tame the grief. I learned to overcome the loss. I learned to manage the situation with regard to my daughter and her addiction and what all these expectations and disappointments talk about massive disappointments 
right? We all have dreams and hopes and want the best for our children. And when they go in the wrong direction, it's devastating. And so, um, so, so you can overcome even something like that, that some ongoing grief, you can overcome it. Um, and then of course, you know, like, here's the deal. I live with a hole in my heart. I live with a massive hole in my heart and that hole is never, ever, ever going away. So here, I want you to use this big thing that I'm talking about with overcoming. You can apply it to whatever the heck you're, you're trying to overcome. But imagine, you know, I'm walking around with this massive hole in my heart. It, it's here. I can actually physically feel it on occasion and, and I don't do anything about it. And I don't try to overcome the grief that has me trapped. I don't, I don't um, try to manage the situation where I've become a victim. Uh, imagine what I would be like. Maybe you can relate it to some, you know, what you're like right now. This thing that has control over you. This situation, this disappointment, this heartbreak, and. Um, I just think that it's so incredibly important that we learn to overcome. Thank you, Sarah. Sarah said she loves how I'm expanding my message. For those of you who, who haven't known me for the last four years, um, I started out my messaging talking a lot more specifically to moms of addicts. Now, for those of you who are moms of addicts, please don't think that means I'm leaving you. I'm you know, walking away. I've stopped you know, focusing on you. I haven't. You will always have an amazing, incredible, dear place in my heart, of course. We are connected like this. But I think it's important for people not to get stuck in one lane, get stuck in one you know, label, get stuck in one place, because then we forget about the other stuff, right? We forget to focus on everything else that's going in our, on in our lives. And let's face it, I say this all the time, we don't get just one thing in this life. I wish, wouldn't that be nice, if we only got one big thing but we don't and when we label ourselves and I, I felt like you know when when it's oh thank you Celeste you're a blessing right back now I'm starting to see some more things come through oh uh, oh my gosh Kelly Kelly just said I lost my son October 6th Kelly this this is right for you and anyone else listening in this situation but from my heart to yours right now Kelly I just want to tell you I'm so, so incredibly sorry for your loss, and I know how you feel, and I know I know how hard it's going to be for you to live with this hole in your heart, and it's so early on, but I do know that you can do it too, Kelly. I know that there's a way to honor your son. There's a way to honor his memory, to think lovingly about him, and to still find joy again, and it will take time. Uh, find joy, find happiness, find peace. Kelly, if you haven't yet, get my book, Misery, You Don't Get My Company. I've got a copy of it somewhere down here, but it's Misery, You Don't Get My Company. Go to ValerieSilvera.com, get yourself a copy of that. You can also find it on Amazon. I think that's really going to help you because I, you know, it's the first book I wrote after my daughter's murder, and it really talks about being, it, it's finding the courage to be happy again, is what the subtitle is. So get Misery, You Don't Get My Company. I know it's helped a lot of people. I've heard from a lot of people, Kelly, so I hope that it helps you. Okay, so what I was talking about then is overcoming, and Kelly's a perfect example. She just told us that she lost her son on October 6th, so, um, you know, she has to be tender with her her heart, and that hole in her heart needs attention at times. It's not going anywhere, but there is, a, here's the cool thing, my friends. If you're, what you need to overcome has something to do with the heart, and most of the time it does, the cool thing is, is that our hearts were made 
big, bigger than whatever that space is they're taking up in our chest. Metaphorically speaking, they're huge. Our hearts are big and they can accommodate a whole and they can still live with joy and happiness and peace and hope and purpose. All of that can, all of that can live in the same heart. And I would have never thought that was possible. I would have honestly thought, I thought, I used to say, if anything ever happened to one of my children, I'd be done, over with. But I'm not done. You can handle a whole lot more than you think you can. But I want to say something here. Don't live your life just handling things. You know, just handling, getting by, managing, making it through. That's not the way you should be living. You should be living your life hopeful and in peace and with hope and with joy and with happiness and expectancy and making a difference. I'll talk later on in another one of these still standing shows. I'll talk more about purpose and about your legacy. And I might not wait because action number nine sometimes gets left till the end of a series uh, because it's number nine of nine. But it is so incredibly important that I might bump that sucker right up to speaking right after maybe even action number one because, <clears throat> excuse me, the more that you can get outside of your story, the more that you live for something bigger than yourself, the more your life's going to change for the better. So incredibly important. So this, this message today, though, is all about this whole concept of overcoming. And so what I, I really want to encourage you, if you're somebody that's listening to this right now and you're saying, well, I can't, stop saying that because you can. Uh, when my kids were little, they would come up and they would say, I can't, you know, I can't do whatever I can't. And I would say, what did Henry Ford say? And I can still picture their little faces looking up at me. They'd look up at me and go, whatever you, what, if you think you can, if you think you, no, correct that. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. I taught them that from an early age. See, from an early age, I learned, not an early age, I learned in my 30s to have a good attitude. I lost that good attitude when Jamie met her addiction beast, but I taught that to my kids, and that's something good for you to ingrain into yourself and then to help others. But the fact of the matter is this. If you think and especially if you say that you can't overcome something, then you can't. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you think you can't try something new, then you can't. If you think you can't overcome grief, then you can't. If you think you cannot stop being a victim, then you can't. Because everything starts with our thinking. Hello, Pamela. <clears throat> Excuse me. Everything starts with our thinking. So if you think you can't, you can't. So this is why it's so incredibly important that you initially start working on your thoughts. You know, we can work on our words and our actions too, and we absolutely should, <clears throat> but everything starts with a thought. First we think, then we say, or we don't say, we act or we don't act, right? Everything starts with our thoughts. So stop thinking that you can't do something. Start believing that you can. I mean, what is the worst thing that's going to happen? It doesn't turn out like you thought it was. So what? At least you tried, and every single thing you do will teach you. Everything is here to serve us if we will allow it to. So take chances. And then I'm going to, um, yes, Pamela says, you never lost, she's saying, she, I never lost my positive attitude. I just went deeper and working into my can-do muscle. No, Pamela, sorry, I did lose it. No, I, I, I partially had it, but 
I was making the choice to not have a good attitude. That's just the way it was. And and that's okay. I, ha I, I guess I needed to go there. I don't know if I needed to go there, but I did go there. I went there for far too long. Um, I think that it's, you know, it is definitely, you're right, Pamela. It's the hard times that teach us. It's definitely the hard times that teach us. And no, you're not going to be able to avoid the, the tough times, my friends. It is not going to happen. Life is tough. And we all come up against mean people and difficult situations and heartbreaks and betrayals and massive disappointments and even the little daily disappointments. We all come up against this stuff. And some of us to a bigger degree, who knows why? I have no idea why. But we can overcome. So I'm going to go back for those of you who weren't listening from the beginning. And, and for those of you who were listening from the beginning, I want to give you a reminder. Here's a couple of three really, really quick definitions of overcome. For you to get on board with the idea that you can overcome, this is from my, my book, Still Standing, page 97. It says for you to get on board with the idea that you can overcome anything, first you need to understand what it means. Some definitions are one, succeed in dealing with a difficulty. Who doesn't want to succeed with dealing in dealing with a difficulty? Come on. Gain control over and master or tame. So what are the things that we can overcome? I mean, we can, I firmly believe that we can overcome. Hello, Donna. We, I firmly, firmly believe that we can overcome anything. Honestly, I, I, I don't think there's one single thing that we can overcome. I, I just believe with all my heart that every single person has the ability to overcome anything that they will want to overcome. Patsy says, why do I overthink? Why do you overthink? I don't know, because I do the same thing, Patsy. I think everything to death. I'm trying not to do that as much, but some of us are kind of wired like that, Patsy. We're, we're thinkers. We're always thinking, analyzing, examining. I'm that way. I can be at a party having a good time, but I'm also kind of over here. I'm thinking, I'm watching some other people, kind of understanding what the dynamic is there. I go to a concert, and instead of just waiting for the concert to start, I'm literally counting all the chairs in there, giving some kind of, you know, do, doing a quick estimate of the number of chairs in there and then the ticket prices i'm multiplying the ticket price and then i'm so i'm figuring out the revenue for the venue and then i wonder what the costs are i mean i'm there's no reason for it it's just my brain is like that so i think sometimes um back to your question patsy about um why do you overthink everything i think that one of the things that we do is that we, we're overthinking things sometimes so we don't have to feel. That can be one reason that we overthink things. Also, sometimes we're trying to figure out stuff we have no business trying to figure out. We're trying to figure out why somebody did something, why someone's acting in a certain way, you know, why they're doing this or that. Why won't they change? Those are kind of useless um, thoughts, at least for overthinking, because we, the answer is I don't know. Um, there's so many questions that we have that we don't have answers for that we will never ever have answers for and i think we just have to let it go we have to some you know one of the things in one of my actions here i talk about the some things don't make sense file you should all start using that file it's a file in your brain that you can stick things when you don't understand it things that make no sense things for which you may never have an answer I think this is where you need to start filing those things in the some things don't make sense file, <laughs> right? Isn't that the truth? Uh, <clears throat> so, so that we can stop overthinking. When you use action number six, which is adjust your focus, that's when you start to focus back your energy. 
Because listen, somebody said they're wiped out here. Who who doesn't get wiped out in this day and age? You know, and and we have too much information, and we've got this constant barrage of of stuff that's coming at us, and we get wiped out. But often the reason we're so wiped out is because we're focused on the wrong things, things that we don't have any control over, and they wipe us out. They leave us feeling disappointed. They might make you feel like a loser, like I, I can't even make this one thing happen. But step back and think about it. Is it something you even can make happen? Are you putting so much pressure on yourself to make something happen that you, you can't make happen in the first place? Like for instance, my daughter's addiction, I had zero, zero control over it. It didn't mean it didn't break my heart, but I had to stop trying to figure out how to fix it because I didn't have any control over it. And so what I had to do is start figuring out how to fix me. That's the thing, I had to fix me. Somebody's asking about overcoming um, the grief and Patsy said she lost her mother. I was talking about this a little earlier on. Um, you may never ever get over the loss of your mother. There's always going to be a hole in your heart where she resides. Uh, like I, I like to talk about this when I talk about grief and I, and I introduce this in Misery You Don't Get My Company, but Honor the hole in your heart. When the hole in your heart needs attention, give it attention. If I feel that hole, like it needs attention, you know, that the sadness that's coming for Jamie, I just let it come. And by the way, my friends, I did not used to be that kind of person. I was not the kind of person who cried, especially in front of people. I had stuffed my feelings down. Um, so now if I need to cry, I will cry and I'll even cry in front of people. And it's usually not very long. It's just a few minutes. But if I do it, I, if I need to cry, I cry. So you honor the hole in your heart, but you don't get sucked down by it. If some, when somebody dies, if we get sucked into that, that hole of grief for too long, I don't think that honors them. And I say that respectfully because I know how easy it is to crawl inside that hole, but that doesn't honor them. That's not what they would want for us. And I know that sounds flippant and it's just something people say, but it's true. You know, I know all the time that I know when Jamie looks down, you know, when she's flying around there with the other angels and she's looking at me, I know that she's proud of me. And I know that she's happy that I'm happy. And I know she's glad that I'm out working on my mission. I know for a fact Jamie would not like me in a ball crying in a corner being depressed. Um, it's just, that's not how she would want me to live. So I think that we have to be careful to not live in ongoing grief. There are going to be pieces of grief that will stay with us. But that's the whole idea of overcoming. Overcoming means you master and you tame it and you don't allow it to consume your life because I know people who literally get consumed by grief. I mean, it's. I met somebody who had lost her husband 17 years ago and I could tell she was still consumed by grief. And that's not to say, like I said, that you get over it. You know, that's not the expression that I would use. But you can overcome grief, meaning that grief no longer has control of you. You can tame the grief. Allow it to come when it needs to come, but don't let it overcome you. Don't let it overtake your life. I mean, honestly, if, if I wanted to allow Jamie's murder to overcome you know, me, if I decided to crawl into that hole in my heart, my life would be over. I would not be doing this mission. I wouldn't be there for my son. I wouldn't be there for my husband. And so it is with the rest of you. Anything that has you 
has control over you is not allowing you to be your best. And you're here to be your best. I mean, you really are. You're here to be your best. You have been given incredible talents and experiences. And by the way, some of those not so fun experiences are some of the best teachers you've had. <laughs> so all this whole mixed bag of stuff that life has given you, it's all there to teach you and to help you grow and become more and, and to become better and then go out and use it. Right? I mean, why in the world would God stick us on, on this earth with people if we're not supposed to be out making a difference in the lives of those people? We're not here just to make ourselves better, but the reason that I'm always saying that you first go focus on number one, focus on number one, because if you don't focus on number one, you're not going to be able to be there for anybody else, right? So you're supposed to be your best, number one, because that's how God made you to be your best. Number two, so that you can shine your light. You can do, you can, you can make it to wherever you're supposed to make it. You can find your purpose. And so you can go out and touch the lives of other people. Um, so, oh, hello, Kelly. How are you? This is this is one of my my cousins here commenting and introducing somebody to me. She's actually a distant cousin. I don't even know how. And we haven't even met, but thank God for social media, huh? Um, so anyway, I have no idea why my husband decided to call me in the middle of a video, but he did. I thought he was in the other room. So. Uh, no, you're okay. So Patsy's saying my mother would not want to see me like this. I just want to be my best and I don't want to feel so deep. Okay. I can't, um, read all of your comment because I don't know what's going on with this here. I'll, I'll figure this technology out in a, as soon as we're done here, but no, you don't want to, but, but don't also don't turn away from your feelings, Patsy, because remember overcoming doesn't mean get over it. It doesn't mean that you stop having grief. It doesn't mean that you don't feel sadness sometimes because it's that's an, a natural normal feeling and you know think about it what an honor patsy what an honor that you were given the opportunity to love somebody so deeply so deeply on your trip through life that it's left a hole in your heart that's how i feel about jamie i feel like wow I mean, and, I, and sure, I do have grief over losing my, my dad. He's my stepdad, but he's my dad for all intents and purposes. And my grandparents, and I, I've lost loved ones, and they've all left a little hole in my heart. But the one that with my daughter is huge. It's this massive hole. But I, I think, what an honor. What an honor that I got to love somebody so deeply, you know, that it would leave the Grand Canyon in my heart. What an honor. I mean, I'm so grateful so grateful and so that's the whole idea of the nine actions and my book still standing and it's how i overcame these certain things again I, I said this i think the other day i could have put a lot more things that i've overcome on here but it would have made for a pretty long subtitle um, but it's also don't forget this it's the nine actions to empower you the reason that i do what i do is so that you can then go do what you need to do Hey, that could be my catchphrase. I do what I do so that you can go do what you need to do. How do you like that? In all seriousness, that's true. I do that because I want to empower you to take these actions, take these concepts, to link arms with me, and to get out there and change the world. 
One way you can do that, by the way, if you want to work with me more closely, is to join the Still Standing Tribe. It's my coaching membership, and I've got some changes coming for 2020 that, that are really going to be great and um, really help take people to the next level with regard to building courage and learning how to overcome. So I hope that you will check us out. at the Still. You can go to stillstandingtribe.com or go to valeriesevera.com, and you can easily find the coaching membership there. I would really, really love to have an opportunity to work with you in 2020 because I think that's going to be a real year of change. And by the way, speaking of 2020, on April 25th in the Palm Springs, California area, we are having another Still Standing Live event. I would love to meet you live. I'd love for you to meet some of the other people that will be there speaking and other people that will be there in attendance. It's going to be a pretty amazing experience. For those of you who attended Still Standing Live, you know how powerful it is, but this one's going to blow the roof off. It's going to be even better. So listen, we're heading into a new year, and this is a time where people think about stuff, right? They think about making changes. They think about um, resolutions. Most resolutions don't last past the middle of January, right? I mean, people make resolutions, but then they don't back it up with, with action. They don't back it up with a plan. They don't back it up. Oh, Sarah says she's got her Still Standing Live 2020 tickets in hand. You go, girl. Um, they don't back it up with action. They don't back it up with uh, a plan. And that's why I want you to join the Still Standing Tribe, because you can back it up with a plan. And this, um, especially starting in January, we're really going to have this uh, we're gonna. I'm, I'm doing some modifications in the Still Standing Tribe that's really gonna help you latch on. <clears throat> excuse me, latch onto these nine actions and really change your life and have you sitting at the end of 2020 feeling like your life is way better no matter what is going on around you. So I'm really really excited to um, to introduce some new things in in the Still Standing Tribe in 2020 and I hope I'll meet you at Still Standing Live. Don't let another year go by where you're sitting here watching another one of these Facebook Lives at the end of 2020 and it's almost 2021 and you didn't make any changes and everything in your life is still spinning around. You're still living in chaos and drama. You're still living with disappointment. You're still living in fear. You're not being your best. You're not leaving the kind of legacy that you want. Don't let that happen. And if it does happen, it's going to be because you didn't take action. You can't control any of the stuff that is going on around you. You can't control what people say and what they do, and you can't control the economy and the government and on and on and on. You can't control gas prices. You can't control so many things that you're stressing yourself out about. But I can tell you one thing. You can control what you think, how you think, and what you decide to do, how you decide to take action, and how you decide to change. Because we all should be changing until the day we're dying. We're dying till the day we die. How about that? And so anyway, that's what I really encourage you to do. Don't, don't just go, you know, this is the other thing. I did this many years. So I'd be like, okay, 2020 is going to be my year. But then I didn't do anything about it. It's time to take action. And on a future Still Standing show, I'm going to talk to you about action number one. I'm also going to bring on some guests and some people that are going to, you can hear from, you can hear what other people are doing to put these nine actions into place and how their lives are changing even though they're still walking through very difficult situations. And that is the entire reason that I do this Still Standing show is to give you insight 
to help you, even if it's a spark. I hope that I hear from one person today that says there's a little spark. I got a little spark from you today, Valerie, and it, and it caused me to make a decision. That would make this time this morning beyond worth it. So remember, my friends, overcoming doesn't mean you stop feeling. Overcoming doesn't mean you stop caring. Overcoming doesn't mean you stop loving. Overcoming doesn't mean it didn't happen. Overcoming is not about burying your head in the sand. It's about taking control of the situation. If you're living in grief, if you're living with shame, if you're living with fear, if you're carrying around a bunch of guilt, it's time to overcome those things because the world is waiting for you. And I told a story here in still St in my book, Still Standing, too. I, I did. I told a story about if you ever done one of those big puzzles. I did a puzzle back when I was a teenager, and it was a it was a snow leopard lying on guess what snow. Yeah, I'm a masochist, and it was this huge, huge, huge puzzle with a gazillion gazillion pieces. And I I worked on it for weeks, right? And I and I remember getting toward the end, and I thought, oh my gosh, oh no, puzzle fear. What would happen if I got to the end and, and I was missing a piece? I mean, can you imagine? And so I told this story and still standing. It's actually kind of told in sort of a funny tongue-in-cheek way, but what would you do to find that one puzzle piece? Oh my gosh, you'd be crawling around on the ground. You'd be looking in the cat box. You'd be looking in the, gar in the vacuum cleaner to find that one piece. This beautiful, beautiful, it was a photograph of a snow leopard laying, lying on snow. And I framed it. I put beautiful matting around it and it hung on my wall for years. But do you know what? If even that one piece, if one piece of that puzzle was missing, I would never have framed it. Not because it wasn't perfect, but it wouldn't be the same. And that is what I want to say to each one of you today. The world will go on if you don't stand up and fight. The world will go on if you don't become your best. The world will make it if you don't overcome. Sorry to tell you. It will. It'll keep right on turning, but it won't be the same. The world needs your piece of the puzzle. Whether or not you do something grand in this life or what you consider small, it's still just as important. Your piece of the puzzle is just as important as Bill Gates and all the, you know, how he changed the world. It's just as important as Mother Teresa. Your piece of the puzzle is your piece. And, it, and, and the puzzle is not going to be the same. The world's puzzle won't be the same without you. This is why make 2020 the year that you decide to stand up and fight. And you don't have to wait till 2020. To, what is today? December 28th. You can start today. Make today the day you do something. Get a copy of Still Standing. Get the journals. Start using them. And join the Still Standing tribe. Get some coaching, get some guidance, get some help with this. Everybody needs help. So go to stillstandingtribe.com or go to valeriesilvera.com. Either way, you can find me there. Okay, uh-oh. My screen just went blank. It's back. Okay, technology. I love you. Okay, that's it, my friends, for today. I'm doing the Still Standing Show on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and on Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. If you are listening to this later on on a podcast, 
we invite you to come to Facebook to Valerie Silvera and join us on the Still Standing Show. I can't wait to introduce you to some of my amazing warriors in the Still Standing tribe. I'm going to bring some of them on as my guest beginning next week after the new year. But I hope to see you in the Still Standing Tribe coaching membership and also come to Still Standing Live. Make it your vacation. Do whatever you can to, you know, just do what you can to prioritize it and be here on April 25th because I think this day is really going to be transformative. Okay, my friends, have an awesome weekend. I love you so much and I will see you on Monday night for the Still Standing Show at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Wherever you are in this world, whatever you're going through, I know it might feel like you're alone sometimes, but you're never alone because I'm standing right there with you. Thanks again for listening to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Please be sure to follow me on social media and go to my website at ValerieSilvera.com where I have lots of awesome resources to help you stand up and fight and to remain standing. Link arms with me. You are not alone and you don't have to do this alone. Together, we can get through anything. Please know that I'm always standing with you. Have an awesome day.